We haven't seen two Category 5s in a row since 2007, and this one is on a beeline to perhaps devastate Puerto Rico. But we also have powerful Hurricane Maria in the Caribbean. It has right now winds sustained of 150 miles per hour. At one time overnight, the winds were up to 175 miles per hour. I'm afraid there's not going to be cell service, electrical service, and in some cases, water for weeks or months. This was a devastating hit. The winds calm, the rain stops. And for the first time in over 24 hours since the powerful Hurricane Maria made landfall in Puerto Rico, everyone exhales. The storm statistics are horrifying, dumping 30 inches of rain in about 24 hours. The same rain total that Houston saw in three days with Hurricane Harvey. Maria rammed into Puerto Rico with winds of 155 miles per hour. Now a Category 5 storm technically has winds of 157 miles per hour. But for the 24 hours that Maria devastated Puerto Rico, those two miles per hour provided no solace. I was very, 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 very afraid because I have never seen nothing like this. Um, I did have a past few other hurricanes in Puerto Rico, but not that big as Maria. The voice you just heard is Jackie Otero, a senior claims adjuster for AGCS and the only full-time employee on the island of Puerto Rico. Jackie spent most of her childhood in New York and moved to Puerto Rico full-time when she was only 13. Puerto Rico is home and her neighbors, her family. Hi everyone and welcome to the AGCS podcast. I'm Ken Reichman. Hurricane Maria made landfall in Puerto Rico on September 20th, 2017, just 13 days after Hurricane Irma, another Category 5 storm, skirted parts of the island, leaving 80,000 people already powerless and in the dark as Hurricane Maria came barreling down. After retrieving her elderly parents from deep inside the island in just the nick of time, Jackie Otero started feeling the effects of the storm in the early morning hours. So at 2 a.m., it finished like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, that part, right, yeah. It was a, a long, long, long night, morning, and part of the afternoon. Just seeing things, uh, the wind going, um, pushing the, 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 the trees and things flying, because we, we saw things flying all around. So it was, it was very, very um, hard to see and, and scary. Though sitting through the storm was terrifying, what might have been even more heart-stopping was going outside when it ended. We opened the door. We finally opened the door, and it was a quite mess. Um, we have a, a tree right in front of the stairs that was, like, taken off from the ground, and all the cables, the power cables, we could see it. The towers, we could see towers right beside my house. It was all um, turned upside down, and... Um, Oh my God, I, I can't even think about it right now, Mike, because it, it was impressing. It was very, very hard to see, yeah. After the storm, cleanup and recovery begin. 
The storm knocked out power to the entire island, and officials warned that some towns should expect to see 80 to 90 percent of their structures destroyed. Six days after landfall, over 1.5 million people, or almost 50 percent of the island, lack access to clean drinking water. This is a crisis, one that the people of Puerto Rico haven't seen before. We, I could say, all Puerto Rico, um, then access. They thought it was not going to hit Puerto Rico. There was a lot of people that didn't get prepped. So they were out of food, they were out of water, and a lot of people um, suffered hunger for, for a few days, a few, a lot of few days. Yeah, it was very sad. The devastation is astronomical. The island's entire communication system is shattered, and approximately 80% of the island's agriculture was wiped out, with about 780 million in estimated losses. Garbage, debris, and open sewers are everywhere. Puerto Rico's Solid Waste Authority estimates that Maria created 6.2 million cubic yards of waste and debris. That's enough trash to fill about 43 football stadiums with piles of waste eight stories high. But Otero has work to do. The roads have been cleared significantly, but debris still lines the streets. The bridge she used to get her parents to her apartment has been washed away, and the flooding is vast. She regularly visits AGCS's major brokers on the island and gets claims filed through text messages to her manager in the States, working from her car to charge her cell phone and her laptop. We didn't have Wi-Fi because all the communications um, towers were knocked down as well, so there was not good um, reception for Wi-Fi nor telephone. I did have, have, I do have hotspot that I turned it on and I could work, but not for many hours because um, since the reception was very, very bad, we were knocked down. Days, weeks, and months pass, but were things getting back to normal? On a monthly basis, things started getting better. Little by little, not 100%, um, my house got power back on November, in the middle of November. But that's my area. There's a lot of areas that still, you know, blacked out. Um, and um, month by month, um, power started getting back little in various municipalities. Driving, we could start driving a little bit more further. Um, my parents' house didn't get power up to March. We still suffer, are suffering a lot of power surges and things like that. Though the remnants of Hurricane Maria will take a while to clean, the memories and lessons learned from the storm will never disappear. We need to be very well prepared prior to, and not prior to like a day before, prior to a year before, because um, I learned not having that prepared, you're totally lost. So, yes, we we need to be very well prepared on all bases, personal and professional. Personal, because everything gets upside down also in your house. Um, and you need to deal with that. Um, food, water, uh, the basic things. The death toll from Hurricane Maria sits at around 3,000, a much more important figure than the structures destroyed or the 100 billion in economic losses. The devastation was real and saddening, but even in times of turmoil, the old saying rings true, always look for the helpers.
we all got um, united and um, we helped each other, each neighbor, each um, people that we see in the in the in the road. And after the, the storm, when we went out to, to see how things are, I like how all the neighbors got together to help held a hand and clean up and then and help each other. If one didn't have water, we got water and gave them water. If they didn't have food, well, we used to um, cook things and, and and give out to the neighbors that didn't have um, like a stove to, to cook and things like that. So yeah, I think um, we all got together and um, up to date we, we continue helping each other. A lot of people left, they got scared. They did get scared. We didn't stay empty. The, the little people that stood here, um, they want to stay here and they want to uh, rebuild Puerto Rico and get it back together. And I am one. I'm not going to leave Puerto Rico. I'm going to be here. You can read more about Jackie Otero's story in the newest edition of the AGCS Global Risk Dialogue, a link to which is located in the description of this podcast. AGCS has a plethora of hurricane-related content on our website at agcs.allianz.com, and that includes our windstorm and flooding checklists and much more. As always, you can find all AGCS expert commentary and content on our Twitter page at AGCS underscore insurance and on LinkedIn at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. We're always happy to hear from you should you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, so please feel free to reach out by sending an email to agcs.communication at agcs.allianz.com. Please, folks, rate, review, and subscribe to the AGCS podcast on iTunes. The more folks who rate and review, the easier it is for others to find the show. Plus, once you subscribe, you'll get notified every time we release a new episode. A very big and special thank you to Jackie Otero for taking the time to speak with us on the show. A thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. And for all of us here at AGCS, I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time.